Welcome to the Spiritual Success Podcast with me, Liz Roberta, a place for spiritual people who want to grow, learn, and succeed in life and in business. I'll be talking to successful spiritual entrepreneurs, authors, and thought leaders to understand what creates a meaningful and soul-aligned life. So come on in, Lightworkers. This is your time to shine. Hello and welcome to episode 11, magic number 11 of the Spiritual Success Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about a topic which I don't actually hear talked about ever, especially not by readers. So I thought I would talk about why a bad psychic reading can be good, both from the perspective of readings that I've had as a customer and then also from my time as a card reader as well. I do tarot card readings. They're closed right now just because I'm giving birth to a book baby, but I also do free angel card readings as well. And I've been doing those for two years. So I've done thousands, literally thousands of card readings. And I wanted to talk about this topic because I've had a few instances that have come up which have been so illuminating as to how any reading can be helpful, whether it's a good one or a bad one as defined by you, the person receiving it, and why. Why do we think that it's good or it's bad? So it's because often when we get a reading, we're expecting them to say, what we want them to say. We go into a reading with the intention that they're going to confirm what we want to hear. They're going to tell us that we're going to receive the manifestations that we're manifesting. So when we don't get told that, or especially if we get told something in contradiction to that, it is very triggering. It's incredibly triggering. And that might be why we define it as a bad reading. And the examples that I'm going to give are exactly that ones that I would define as a a bad reading because they were saying something opposite to what I wanted them to say and it was triggering. But actually it wasn't a bad reading at all because when something triggers you, that is a sign that they have sparked something within you. They've hit some note within you that has sparked you, activated you and created a reaction. And when that happens, whenever we're triggered about anything, not just in this context, but in any context at all, when we feel triggered, it's an opportunity to stop and look at why we feel that way. And we have the chance to decide what we're going to do about it. What are we going to do with this feeling? Whatever it's coming from, whether it's frustration, an old wound that has been triggered, a sense of disappointment that we're feeling because we felt disappointed before. And that's what's being triggered in that moment when we're being told by a psychic that we're not going to get what we want. And it triggers this feeling of failure or disappointment that maybe we felt in the past. So I believe that when this this happens, when we get triggered because we get told that something we want isn't going to happen or something completely different is going to happen, and then we kind of sulk off and just write it off as a bad reading. We probably tell our friends about it and we might be so annoyed and be like, oh, I can't believe they said that. They're so wrong. Rah, rah, rah. I believe that these are actually key pivotal points on our path, which act as crucial crossroads. They're a fork in the road. So imagine that you have gone to get a reading, probably virtually in today's world, but in the old days, you might go and see someone in person. And then you walk out of that reading, you feel a bit shocked, you feel a bit disappointed and maybe a bit broken hearted if something they said really did hit you hard, which is exactly what happened to me. And when you walk out of there, you're at a fork in the road. 
you have a choice then and you can choose between the two doors which have been offered to you being presented with two options option a is what we're being told by the reader and option b is what we feel is true and i think the reason that we buy a certain reading from a certain reader at a certain time it all kind of comes together because we intuitively feel drawn to them. We feel drawn to a particular reading. We feel drawn to a particular reader. We choose a specific type of reading and we get it at the time that we feel is right for us. So because we are intuitively drawn to all of these three things, I think it creates the perfect moment where we're actually meant to hear whatever messages come through in that reading, whether we define them as good or bad. So whatever readings come through are the ones that we are meant to hear at that moment in time. And the reader is playing a really important job of being a mirror to reflect to us what we want or don't want. When we are triggered by something that they say, which doesn't necessarily line up with what we want them to say, they're just making it even more clear to us exactly what we do want and what we don't want. And I firmly believe that knowing what we don't want is just as important as knowing what we do want. This is something that I talk about with intuition. I've just written about it in my book, literally today, as I'm recording this, I've written a whole section about this. And knowing what we don't want is just as important in terms of our intuition as knowing what we do. And usually when people talk about their intuition, they're talking about following the feeling, knowing what feels good. But what about what feels bad? Because that is still just as important. The things that we don't want to go near, the things that we want to avoid, bring us closer to the things that we do because we're ruling certain things out. So it's just as important for us to know what we definitely don't want so that we know what we definitely do want and then we can go after that instead. So to give you the examples that I was talking about earlier, so the first one sticks out in my memory and it was such a painful memory at the time. And I got a reading, I was only about 22 years old. So this was a long time ago. And I actually went to a pub that was about a five minute walk from my house. And I went there with my friend, Laura, and we went into this pub and it was a psychic night. So we had to call and we had to book in advance. And basically they'd taken over this pub with all of these psychics. And you booked in advance, you went in, you paid 30 quid, and then you got paired with a random psychic in that room. And I sat down, I sat opposite this lady, recorded it on my phone on a voice note. And it was an amazing reading. Like she was so accurate. I can't even remember completely what she told me because it was a while ago. But at the time, this is when I was working in finance and she was talking about that. And it was a really accurate reading. I really liked it. So I asked for her business card. And then less than a year later, I felt like I wanted another reading from the same lady because she'd been so good before. So I dug out her business card. I'd been using it as a bookmark in one of my books. Shout out to anyone who uses random paper receipts and stuff like that for bookmarks. I don't think I have any like proper bookmarks. So I dug it out of a book, dialed her number, and she actually lived in Essex, whereas I was in Poole in Dorset. So I couldn't see her in real life. So she suggested that we do a reading over the phone. And I said, yeah, that's fine. I transferred her the money. We set up a date. And then we did a reading over the phone. And instead of recording it this time, I was writing down the notes. So we did this reading. And I was so looking forward to it because I was going through some changes in my life at this point. I'd start to make some shifts in my career. Obviously, like I said, with any reading, I was hoping she was just going to confirm 
what I wanted to happen, what I was manifesting. And most of the reading went okay. But then she started talking about my love life. So I'd already been with Ali for a few years by this point because we met when we were 19. So we'd been together for a few years, but we were still living in separate places because we went to different universities, came from different towns. His hometown is like five hours away from my town on the South Coast. And we'd been together for a few years, but we were just kind of moving around all these different places. And there wasn't any sign that we were ever going to end up in the same location. And also he always wanted to work abroad. And at this point, I was so set on working in London in fashion. And on this call, she basically said that in five years time, which was when I was going to be 27, that by then we would have broken up. And I couldn't believe it. Like I literally couldn't believe it because I was so sure that he was the one. And when I got the reading, I wasn't even asking about my love life because I was so certain. So it wasn't even a question. And she just said it. And I was crestfallen. And I remember I was like nearly crying on this call. So she'd been so accurate. So I really kind of trusted what she was saying. And the way she said it as well was so blasé. She was like, you know, that will be done within five years. You're on different paths. You're never going to be in the same place. And she was clearly just streaming and channeling. And she was so blasé about it, had no idea how much it upset me. And obviously I was on the phone as well, so she wouldn't be able to see my face. But for the rest of the call, I could barely hide how upset I was. And she said, sorry, because she obviously realized how upset I was. And then for the next two, three days, I was so upset. And I didn't tell Ali about this. I don't think I've ever told him about it, but I was so upset at the time, obviously. And I thought, this can't be right. This, There's no way. Like, we're meant to be. We're so happy. And then from that reading, I was just even more sure that, no, this is meant to be. This is right. There is no way that we are going to break up. And I actually started looking at jobs in the location where he was in the Midlands instead of London. Now, it wasn't the only reason because when I was looking at London for jobs, the kind of jobs I was going to be doing in fashion, I was working out what I'd be living on. And it was literally like £30 a week for like food, spending, everything. Like It just wasn't going to happen financially anyway. But it made me even more motivated to actually make an effort to try and join our paths together. Because until that point, we had just been completely doing our own thing, which was fine, obviously, because we were young. But it didn't look like there was ever going to be a time where our paths were going to cross and be in the same place. So after this reading, I really start to make more of an effort to try and make our paths meet and look for work, which would mean that we could be in the same sort of area. Because at this point, we'd just see each other once a month. I'd drive like four hours for a weekend and then drive back. So I started trying to look for jobs in his area even more determined than ever that this was wrong and we were going to stay together. So what she said really, really triggered me. Like I was so upset, but it made me even more sure of what I wanted. And obviously now we've been together 10 years, we're married for two and so happy. And she was wrong. We didn't break up at 27. We got married at 27. But what she said triggered me into being so absolutely sure that that was what I wanted and I was going to protect it and I was going to do whatever I could to keep it and to make it happen. And this is why a bad psychic reading can be good because when someone says something that triggers you that you don't want to hear, it can make you so much more determined, so much more motivated. You're going to prove them wrong and you're going to get what you want. 
So the other example that I want to share with you is actually one from an angel card reading that I sent out a few weeks ago. So as I said, I've sent out literally like 4,000 at this point. And then a few weeks ago, I had someone email back and the card that I sent her was Heal Away Addictions. So the message of the card is basically that there's some things that you need to notice and identify in terms of like limiting beliefs and your behavior patterns. So it's saying notice where you're maybe relying on something too much or some kind of pattern that you're doing that's stopping you from getting what you want so that you can heal and so that you can move forward. Obviously, it's like positive in tone, um, but it's asking you to be aware of your limiting beliefs and things that are holding you back. And the email that I got back from this lady, I could tell she was very triggered by this. And she was very polite. She said, thank you for the reading. But she was quite resolute in the fact that actually, no, I'm going to have an incredible year ahead because this is at the start of 2021. She said, I'm going to have an incredible year ahead. I know that this is going to be my year. I've done so much work on myself. I've really changed my mindset. I'm manifesting so many wonderful things. And I know that they're going to happen to me this year. But thank you anyway for the reading. And I was like, hmm, I can feel your energy. I can feel that you're triggered by this, but like appreciate, you know, she was polite. Like I said, she wasn't being mean, uh, but I could tell that she was triggered. And I thought this is so fascinating. So I emailed her back and I said something along the lines of, I have no doubt that this is going to happen for you because look how determined you are. Look how committed you are to your intentions. Like, this is amazing. I'm so glad that you are so sure about your intentions. I have no doubt that you're going to manifest it when you feel like this. Because obviously, I thought back to my own experience, where I was told something that I didn't want to hear, and it just made me even more determined. So I said to her, like, this is so great that you feel like this. And I'm sure you will manifest exactly what you want when you're so determined and you're going to make it happen because I can see that this has triggered you. And she emailed back and her tone completely changed. And she was like, oh my God, you're so right. Like you're so, so right. Thank you so much. And her tone completely changed and she'd realized what had happened. And she was so grateful that she could see how she had grown and how she'd been so committed to continuing that growth. So it was really, really amazing. And that was when I decided I need to make this episode because if you are someone who has had a quote unquote bad reading, then know that it's not actually bad. There was something in there that you were meant to gain from that. And it's just a case of having that kind of positive, optimistic outlook where you're able to pick the good things out of it. Because as I said, when you choose a reading, you're choosing it because you're drawn to that person at that specific time. So there is something there. And even if they're telling you something that you don't necessarily want to hear, it's the way that you interpret that message, how you accept it, and then what you do from it as a result which is really the important piece. So there's no such thing as a bad reading. It's all about just how you interpret it, what you take from it. And it can just be an amazing mirror of what you believe, what you want, and what you don't want for your life. So I hope this episode was helpful. If you do want a free angel card reading, you can head to the link on my Instagram 
or on my Facebook. I'll be opening up tarot readings later in the year. I won't be doing them anymore from 2022. So I'll be closing them at the end of 2021, but I'll have lots of other offers on and obviously work with so many incredible readers through my coaching program. So I am thinking in the future of maybe creating a directory on my website of all the amazing different types of readings that you can get and the people that you can work with that I have personally coached. So look out for that. Always follow your internal guidance. Know your truth. Know what feels good and what doesn't. And remember that sometimes what doesn't feel good can be just as important for you as what does because it's all your internal guidance guiding you to the things that you want and away from the things that you don't. So have an amazing week ahead. I have another great guest next week, another spiritual coach. So very interesting discussion between two spiritual coaches. We're going to be talking about how we navigate our own awakening and emotional health while also supporting other people on their spiritual journey. So look out for that one. Subscribe to the podcast if you're not already. Leave a review. I'd really appreciate it. And then if you send me a screenshot of the review that you've left over on Instagram, then I'll give you a £50 off code for one of my online course launches this year. So I'll talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode and please remember to subscribe to this podcast. I'm sure that like me, you would love for more people to know this information. So if you leave a review and send me a screenshot of it on Instagram, which is at I am Ms. Roberta, you'll get a $50 voucher code to use on one of my online course launches. This won't be around forever. So go and leave a review now and I'll see you next time.